Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I am your host, Hanan Elbasha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough, I am worthy, I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Empower to Grow. This is our uncharted discussion. So I'm still here with the with the amazing Shafamin, the empowered lady who has been shifting and pivoting over the past 10 years. And uh, of course, had to continue the conversation with her. And um, I wanted to touch on uh, what we had actually just summed up in our previous episode. And we were talking about failure. And for me, it's kind of, I, I reframed failure in my life. What I walked out of saying, you know, I failed in this or I did that or I made a bad decision and this was, oh my God, how could I do this? And kind of really criticizing myself and holding myself accountable for every decision I made. I've reframed those in two things. And because why? Because I talk a lot about mindset because I've learned how to shift my mindset over the past few years. So for me, the first part was understanding that whatever decision I made in the past was as informed as possible decision. There's something called informed decisions that you're doing it with whatever information you've got available. But for me, it's always, it's become as informed as possible. Yes, I could have had the information then, but that was the best I could do with the information I had or the circumstances or with how I felt. And that is one part of it. The second part was, and that allowed me to stop criticizing and and stop bashing myself at every decision that I made at the time that did not turn out to be in my best interest or that you know turned out to be just not the best decision possible that was the first part and then the second part I started saying okay I stopped using the world fa- uh, the word failure or failed in any way I, st- I started saying they were learning opportunities and reframing yes. them as that and saying okay what can I extract out of what happened so as Maya Angelou says you know it's kind of something along the lines of now that I know better I will do better so yes. and yes I'm, I'm not do- talking as you were said it's, it's not about optimal and it's not about optimum I mean I don't think we're never perfect we never will be but what we're trying to do is always to, to strive to become better versions of ourselves. And thus, yeah. I want to do better as much as I can. And that's, as I always say, that's what I keep telling our son all the time. Be a better version of yourself today than you were yesterday. You know, make yeah. yourself proud. Mm-hmm. And I think that is something that we were not conditioned with growing up. We were not taught to, to do that because we were taught that you, you have to be an A student or else you failed your parents. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, you know, you have to do this, you have to do that. And especially as women, we're, we're conditioned in that way as well. So we're conditioned with the you can't, you shouldn't, you won't, um, you're not able to until you, you grow up and say, okay, maybe on a physical level, I could not be up to par with a lot of men, but mentally, emotionally, and, and, and aspirationally, I can be anything I want in any way that I want. I think these are the kind of messages that I would love for not just younger women and generations to know, but actually for us, for, you know, 40 plus, 50 plus, I work with so many women and, and, and I talk to them and, and it's about that, that they've reached a pinnacle of their career, for example, and now they're doubting themselves, you know, now they're saying, am I able to do this? Am I a good mother? Am I a good wife? Am I a good employee or even a business owner? I think that is the part that we need to sort 
talking about more, putting, shining the light on more and extracting from our daily conversation. You know, I have a story for you. Um, when I, I, my parents moved from India to UAE. So I was born, raised in UAE and uh, they were not educated or anything. They were just, I mean, they took, they love me. They took care of me. I'm their only daughter. And I would say I had quite a privileged life, right? But I was raised to believe that all I need to do is get married and have babies. Yeah. I have a master's degree. I have worked in international business, like co companies around uh, multinationals in Dubai, but that was all just a hobby time passed till I get married. Yeah. And there were times when I had business ideas, but, oh, you're like, I used, my dad's a businessman. So I used to tell him, you know, how about this? You know, like we can expand the business like this and all these amazing ideas in my twenties and, oh, but you're just, you're going to get married and gone, you know, like who's going to, who's going to look after it? Like, no, like it was, I was always shut down. You were paused, how, you were paused yeah. because you and were I, waiting I, I for an event. Them. I don't blame them because that was the, that was how they were raised yeah. in my, in my, my, my dad has like um, eight brothers and sisters. Oh, Only one woman has a college degree. Hmm. One of my aunts, she's the first person in our family to have. A, so I don't blame him because that's how they were raised. My mom, she was raised in the same way. It was a very closed, protected environment where girls just got married. And, you know, my mom was the first person to move out of India, yeah. to move out of a little town. So it was like oh, big thing. So that's how, and she didn't even know English when, you know, I was born and stuff. She always says she learned English with us. And I was raised that way. And it's only when I had my third child, I have two daughters, the younger two are two girls. And that person asked me, what are you going to do when, you know, when they grow up? And I was like, you know what? I don't want my children, my girls, especially because boys, they're going to go and work. It's ingrained into them. Even if we say nothing, it's ingrained into them. Yeah. But for the girls, I was like, I don't ever want them to think that they have to be dependent on anyone yes. for their whatever they want to do in their life. Yes. Right. We're there to support you, but I want them to have that independence and I want them to know that they can do anything that they mm -hmm. want to do. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, like this business started off, like coaching started with that because I want them to feel like it, my daughters are nine, uh, 10 and seven. And I tell them now, look after your health, look after your, you know, your mental health, your physical health. Like, they know stuff which I came to know at this age yeah. because I share it with them. I, with my son, I have interesting conversations with my son, which I tell my mom about it. And she's like, I can't believe, like she finds it fascinating that I'm able to have such, uh, how do I say intellectual conversations with him stuff. Like she would never, like me and my mom, we would never talk like that when we were younger. And I told her, look, times have changed. The kids yeah. live on social media, you know? Yeah. So we have a lot of questions to answer to. And I would rather my children come and ask me than go somewhere else and find the answers. True. So, uh, yeah, I, that's, that's what I want to tell that. So for me, that, like, if I look back at that as a failure, if I believed that, that's it, I'm not only good for getting married and having children, then, yeah, I would say I accepted that. And if I, now, if I look back, man, that was a failure, right? So I would say now I love that acronym first attempt at first at, failure is the first attempt in learning mm -hmm. and I think this is what I always tell myself you don't fail like I tell my clients you don't fail 
it's okay like and for me one of my one of my goals is to really focus on sales like i want to um my client like when i have clients they want the whole point of having a coaching business is for my clients to get an income so my focus is sales and the foundation of sales is a rejection yes right of course you're gonna you're always gonna re- be rejected the first sales call is gonna be a failure so get used to it because if you're not going to get used to it you're not going to grow you're not going to go ahead if you're like one time you fail and that's it oh my god i cannot do this anymore then you're done man <laughs> you yes, know so yes. i like, say if, that i i say every rejection is a redirection exactly exactly so the more you fail the more experience you have then what if you fail once then you know what the second time you know not to you not to do those same mistakes you try again and i always say if mr edison had decided that you know what in my 890th time that's it i give up <laughs> we wouldn't have lights yeah. <laughs> no thank god he kept trying yeah. right so it's the same so i say you know don't ever take a failure as a failure it's a lesson you're learning it's, something it's uh, it's also an indication that you need it's not necessarily that you're doing anything wrong or there's that there's some there's a mistake it just means that there is a bit of tweaking to yeah. fit whatever you are doing whether it's a product that needs a little adjustment it's a service that needs a little rewording or a little you know kind of tweaking yes. whatever it is it just means go back to the drawing board that's one one way to analyze it the other part is maybe the person you are trying to approach is not an ideal client for you and and you have to embrace that because also with everything that's happening in the world and the surge in in you know coaching as an industry and information and knowledge sharing as an industry and that in essence is what coaching is you are sharing your knowledge and your experience and what we call the experiential knowledge it's knowledge that yes. comes with experience and tacit knowledge is knowledge that you've made work for you um so you're sharing that but for you to be able to share that you have to understand that you also need on the other end you need a receiving person and a person yeah. who aligns with you and i think that's another thing that we don't think about a lot when we are doing any kind of business whether it's a products based business or a service based business is is the alignment part the alignment part means that um that person requires my service or my product and and they they would connect with it and they would need it and they need to use it in a way that serves them and i don't have to feel like i'm compromising on my integrity i'm compromising on my um standards compromising on anything just because i have to serve that target client you know i also want to add to that you know uh, going back to the failure i think failure is actually a way to get empowered yeah. because when you fail you grow so okay. failure is getting yourself empowered to grow because each time you tweak you're growing of course right you're growing and if you don't fail you're not going to grow no and, so, and the other part is also if if you take everything like you you launch something product or service and it works great and you keep yes. doing the same thing over and over and over again and then it's not working anymore It's it doesn't mean change. you failed. It just yes. means that you have to go back to the drawing board, you know. Exactly. Or you think this was going to be a huge success. I launched um uh, a service. Uh, I was kind of a, a program I wanted to do. I had, you know, I had all the dreams for it. I spoke to people, they loved the idea, and it was a group coaching uh service and I launched it and psh, 
flattened out. And this was like, you know, six months ago. I'm like, okay, okay, maybe it's not the right time for it or it's not the right market for it or I have not framed it in a way that people would relate to it. That's okay. I just put it on hold now and see how else, if it needs to be amended, no, okay, that is the, the best way possible for it right now. Fine, I'll put it on hold. And I did not take it personally. Because there were times in the past that I did take this person. He's like, how can I be a business coach and I can't do this? He's like, it's okay, by the way. <laughs> There's nothing wrong it's with fine. that. I mean, that's how, that's how you learn. Like, even if I go back to modestly, I was so excited about this business. Like, it's dresses, you know, wow, I'm doing this. And I had my photos. And in the first month, three people bought, one of which was my friend and the other one was someone related to me. And I was like, oh, man, what did I just do? Like, yeah. no one bought. Three people bought. And... It was just a matter of going back in, you know, studying, learning, figuring out where did I go wrong? What are those business principles? What is it that you need to know in order to sell? And then like four months later, you know, sales went up. I was very happy. I hit, I think in the fourth month, 67 dresses. And I was like, oh, yes. you know, and that is growth from three to 67 is, you know, for, for a solo business owner, that is huge growth. Of course. Right. So it was all that learning. Like if you give up, if you just give up, oh my God, I've got three sales. That's it. I'm an awful business owner. I can't do this anymore. That's when you have failed. Yes. Right. Otherwise, it's just a first attempt in learning because that's how you learn and you grow. And I learned so much about digital marketing and, you know, how to sell yourself out there. So it's, I think it's like, you know, once you're a coach, you're always learning, man. Yeah. Like and so I think many, that's, that's so many amazing things to learn. Like, yes. oh, it's, it's, it's crazy. And that's, you know? that's the beautiful thing is, again, with business, with personal life, with, with everything, there is no end line. It's not like, you know, if I make my first million, that's it. I've made it. No. I mean, when you make your first million, then you'd like right. to make the 10. And the again, or the next 10, yes. <laughs> So there's always something, but also when you learn something and you can pass it and you can share it. And I think that's the beautiful thing about learning is as you are growing, you, you allow that growth to let you overflow to others, what you're learning. Exactly. There's, there's always, there's always more evolution and there's always more that you can aspire for. And I think that that is what's amazing for us as humans. Our aspirations are limitless. You know, they're boundless. Oh, for me, when I see my clients, like when I coach them and, you know, you can actually see those invisible light yes, bulbs. Yes. You're like, oh, I'm like, yeah, it's that simple. You know, that's it. That's all you need to know. And I think that when they, when I can see that happening or oh, like, I, do, I, I, I don't think any business has given me so much joy. You know, when I see them like figuring it out, like, you know, oh, this is what you need to do. And this is what I need. That is what it is. I, it's a, it's a, I think it's a pleasure. I mean, that's, I think for me, coaching really brings me that inner happiness, you know, that, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? That, that inner yes. feeling like, yeah, I am making a difference, yes. right? So I this person that. is learning about her business. She's learning how to grow her business. She's learning how to make an income because she can serve her family better. That's true. And I think for me, that is, that is, you know, and the friendships I've made around the world, like, oh my God, you know, it's, 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 you know, I would never meet people in say, or maybe I would meet, I don't know, but you know, like at least right now, I know I wouldn't be meeting like last week I had a workshop and I had women from like Cape Town and you know, US and Singapore. And I'm like, 
I would never have the opportunity to meet these people otherwise. Yeah. You know, like it had to be, it, it was so, thing. it was so amazing. You know, it was yeah. so amazing to connect with so many people. And I think that it's because of the online business, online coaching. I don't think I would have that opportunity otherwise. Like with modestly, I do connect with people, but it's usually they, they buy and it's like, thank you. Goodbye. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah, exactly. it. They don't, but with coaching, you know, we really connect. You mm-hmm. really talk to them, you know, you find out what makes them tick, what makes them, you know, what pushes them, you know? So I think, yeah, for me, yeah, coaching is something, wow. <laughs> yeah, I find That's it amazing. very amazing. Yeah, it's, I love it. On that note, so, yeah. thank you again for, for you. sharing and thank you for your energy because I love that. I love connecting with people with energy um, because I feel that's how we, uh, we create that ripple impact effect around the world that when we are fulfilled when we are gratified when we know that we have aligned our passion with our mission when we start sharing and we share from the heart and when you share from the heart and your spirit and everything is aligned it's just a a beautiful force and you become that force of positive energy and that energy is not detached from reality it's just telling people that you could do it too and do it as per your own expectations and your own standards definitely i think i think when you when you when when you feel fulfilled it shows and it exactly. it, it shows to everybody and you know you just want to be with that person you're like oh what is she? you know it, it's yeah, so i want what, I want what she's with? having you know <laughs> yeah i want what she's having you know like what what you know like and i think yeah i think being vulnerable being sharing these things show other women that you know you're a real person you know, like I, I remember that that photo of yours, which you shared with your hair all. And I yeah. was just like, what has she been up to? Like, yeah. you know, I'm like, what has she been up to? Like, what did she do? And look at her now. I mean, mm-hmm. she's hosting podcasts. She's on YouTube. She's everywhere. So I think that those experiences really strengthen a human. Yes. And I think that's what when you sh- it's only when you share those things that you know, other people know that, you know what, if she can do it, then so can I. Exactly. I think it's it's that, and I I claim that now that my vulnerability is one of my superpowers and I'm embracing it. I mean, that is the same thing that kept me in a shell for so many years because I did not want to be exposed, but now I'm happy being exposed because I'm just human. And I say, you know, I, I got that so much. He's like, yeah, it's easy for you. No, it isn't. You know, it has never been easy for me. It's not uh, going to be easy. No. I had to compromise so many things. I had to let go of so many things. Walking out of established, um, well, established issues in my life, whether that be on a corporate level, on a career level, on a, on a personal level, even relationships, um, that, that took a lot of guts. I did not see it for myself. But now I look back, as you said, I keep looking back and I keep reflecting and I keep analyzing everything that I, the adversity I had to overcome in my life. And I've learned to appreciate myself a lot more. And that's part of my self-love is that understanding that it didn't, it never came easy to me. Yes, I'm blessed and I'm privileged on so many levels, of course, but a lot of that meant that I worked even harder to get to the next level. And that next level took its compromises and took its cost and took its physical, financial, emotional, mental toll on me. And I still rose, you know, like Maya yeah. Angel says, and I, and I still rise. So rise like rising. the phoenix. 
from the ashes. Exactly. And I think yeah. that is the beautiful thing. And I hope that women do get that message and understand that you set your own expectations. You set your own success parameters. You set how far along you want to go. And whether that be one step or that be a thousand steps, these steps are yours. And that is a success in itself. And me and Hanana here to help you on that journey. Yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Dav, thank you so All much right. once again. Thank you. And, thank, you. Uh, thank you, Hanan. It's been such a absolute pleasure. I was so nervous. I'm now I'm thinking, why was I nervous? It's exactly. A, I told you, don't be. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for making me so comfortable. It was my pleasure, honestly. Well, as we always say, empowered you empowers others. So love, abundance, and prosperity to you all. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananelbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.